Hello there, listeners. It's Susie New here from the Australian Society of Anesthetists, and thank you for listening to our podcast. It's called Australian Anesthesia, and this is episode 11 of a little series that we have called Talking Money, where we do more than talk money. We discuss the professional, economic, and business aspects of running an anesthetic practice in Australia. We understand you went to med school to learn how to become a doctor and that learning how to run a business may have been the last thing on your mind. We want to share with you this information so that you can focus on the important task of caring for your patients and knowing that the business aspects are being conducted in a way that is safe and lawful and for this episode are compliant with Medicare. Once again, I'm drawing on the expertise of Dr. Andrew Mulcahy, past president of the Australian Society of Anesthetists and past chair of the ASA's Economics Advisory Committee. In this episode, we are going through all of the consultation item numbers, when to use them, when not to use them, which one to use for telehealth. This episode is a follow-on from one I did earlier on how to use the longer consultation item numbers, such as 17615. So please go back and have a listen to that episode. That was episode number eight, if you do use those items for patients having more complex surgery. Like most episodes in this series, the full version is on the ASA website and you'll need to be a member to access it. Of course, I'll put a link to it in the episode notes that you can click on and that will take you straight there. In the meantime, thank you for listening to this brief snippet. Thanks, Andrew, for chatting with me this morning. My pleasure, Susie. And we're going to unpack consultation items. Very important. So we've got the basic consultation items, the 17610s and so forth in that category. What are the requirements for those? There are four pre-anesthesia consultation items and each of them have requirements. The first one does not have a time requirement. It has other criteria and the other three have amongst other complexity criteria, they also have a time component. But we just start with the most basic 17610, which is used about 88% of all pre-anesthesia consultations are that item, as you'd expect. There's no time requirement for that, but there are certain criteria. And importantly, from a Medicare compliance point of view, and that is a very important area, you have to satisfy that. There has to be what's called a separate clinical attendance. So there are certain scenarios in modern hospital anaesthetic practice that may not qualify, and you have to be very careful. These are stories I've heard, and unfortunately Medicare have heard, if you're wheeling a patient into the endoscopy room and asking them about their allergies, that that make it safe, but it doesn't satisfy the requirements as a separate attendant. So you have to see the patient separately to the actual anaesthesia. The time for the anaesthesia consultation cannot be included in the anaesthesia time. It's very important to have that separate attendance. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to the expertise of Dr. Andrew Mulcahy and can appreciate some of the work that goes on behind the scenes here at the ASA. We are really fortunate to have experts like Andrew amongst us, as well as a long history of meeting with the department and private health insurers to discuss these things. If you'd like to find out more, there are plenty of resources on our website, so do have a browse. Thank you for listening, and until the next episode, I hope you are staying safe and well out there. Thank you for listening to the Australian Anesthesia Podcast, which can be found on all the major podcast hosting platforms, as well as YouTube. This podcast is produced by the Australian Society of Anesthetists and hosted by Dr. Susie New with music created by Dr. Mark Seuss. 
The ASA was formed in 1934, and our vision is for every anaesthetist in Australia to be at their best, providing the highest quality anesthesia and perioperative care through excellent technical and non-technical skills. We also hope that this means that you are functioning at your best when you're away from work. In this podcast, we have conversations that seek to inform, challenge, and inspire you to keep you performing at your best. Members of the ASA can access full versions of all episodes by logging into the ASA website at asa.org.au. If you are listening on your favorite podcast app, then make sure you look at the episode notes for the direct link to the podcast on the ASA website. Also, feel free to follow or subscribe so that you can receive the latest episodes as we do publish regularly. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to email us on podcast at asa.org.au. Thank you for your time and we hope you enjoyed listening.